I have just received word that Microsoft have acquired Activision Blizzard for $70 billion, all cash. We are going to talk about our feelings on that purchase and what we think that means for the games industry. Stay tuned. Mm. Do you think Phil Spencer just carries like a wad of cash with him? Should we just, you know, find him in a dark alleyway somewhere and just be like, hey, it's... Let me hold the dollar. <laughs> I mean, it's probably worth not even worth his time to argue it. He'll just give you the dollar. Yeah, that's true. Oh, I should have. I should have like. I should have gone bigger. Yeah. Two dollars. <laughs> Man's trying to hide his smile. You said one dollar. Man's in the Terry Henry. <laughs> Everyone and welcome to another edition of the Streamcast. I am Spartan One One Seven, and I'm joined by Oh, Armored Warrior. Very nice. And of course, as I said earlier, Microsoft have acquired Activision Blizzard for seventy billion dollars. Bill Spencer is laughing right now. Isaac, what are your initial thoughts on this deal? It's a monopoly I don't hate. It's honestly a monopoly I don't hate. My only worry is, like, once this monopoly grows and grows and grows, like, are they going to pump Game Pass full of, like, ads and whatnot? I don't want that. Uh, but minus that, yeah, I'm loving this. I don't really care. Because it's it's going to be a thing where, and this is very selfish, but we will get the best out of Game Pass. And maybe 10, 20 years down the line where... I don't know, the Monopoly might go to Microsoft's head and it becomes a really terrible service um, because, like, no one can challenge them and maybe it costs you, like, £100 a year or something. Well, it already does cost you £100 a year. Oh, no, maybe it costs you, like, £100 a year. Um, we would have, like, gotten the best out of it and if we need to jump ship, we can jump ship. But for now, this is the best deal in gaming and I am very, very happy because... Right now, it means, I think Microsoft, and this is so weird, like, in the 90s, Sony and Crash were the mascots of PlayStation. Now, they are owned by Microsoft. What a world we live in. Wild. Like, right? And Microsoft, they've done this before. They took Rare from Nintendo, bought it, and now all these, like, Banjo-Kazooie games that you, you know from, like, your N64, now are Microsoft. And I don't hate it. Honestly, don't hate it because it's just all my favorite games in one place. Yes, please. Thank you. Sony, you took too long. <laughs> so for people who aren't that connected in gaming, simplified, what happened is Microsoft have agreed a deal to purchase Activision Blizzard. So now that will fall under one of Xbox's many gaming banners for $70 billion. And the deal is meant to be finalized some point between July 2022 and June 2023. Essentially, Activision Blizzard will operate as normal. Bobby Kotick will still be CEO, but he will now report to Phil Spencer. And I think that is everything. Although uh, Activision Blizzard own a lot of gaming IPs. So Call of Duty, Overwatch, World of Warcraft... And they even own King, the mobile gaming giant. So games like Candy Crush are now Microsoft-owned 
properties. So the reach has just expanded. Mm. Now Microsoft is officially the third biggest company via gaming revenue behind Tencent, who is first, and Sony, who are second. I thought Sony was first, with Tencent being second. Oh, you might be right. I'm not sure. Okay. (laughs) You continue. I will do some fact checking. Isaac, the statistician, is on the case. (laughs) We'll get to the bottom of this. But, yeah, just think about all the avenues now that uh, Microsoft have their fingers in, all the pies. This is going to be a very big deal. To put this in perspective... Microsoft recently purchased ZeniMax, who owned Bethesda, for $7.5 billion. This was 10 times that value for Activision Blizzard. And to make it even worse, I looked up the market value of Nintendo and Sony. They each come around $60 billion. So Microsoft... (laughs) What a flex. Microsoft with the biggest dick energy I have ever seen when it comes to game companies <laughs> dropped 70 billion. And I feel like Phil Spencer was like, oh, is that it? I can't calm, calm. This man is playing Monopoly right now in real mm-hmm. life. <sighs> what a time. Isaac, did you find out who is the biggest gaming company by uh, Yeah, it's Sony. With 10 seconds. Yeah, it's Sony. Fair enough. Yeah. I stand corrected. And I'm so, glad, I don't know what Tencent do. I think they're like, they regulate people in China. So like, no, don't be the best. Anyways, go on. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they're a Chinese company and they specialize in mobile gaming, mm-hmm. which is probably something that we might need to cover in a different pod sometime down the line because mobile gaming generated $116 billion last year. So there is money there. So... Activision, Blizzard, well-known for controversy the last couple of years. At least it's come front and center of the internet. Bobby Kotick and the culture he has encouraged. He's definitely not shying away from it. Uh, Employees were accused of stealing breast milk from the communal fridge. I wish that was a joke. It's not. Uh, there is a uh, there is a Cosby room, and if you know Cosby, you know why it's been named that. I don't need to go into that anymore. So there's a real toxic culture here. Uh, a couple of days ago, it came out that Kotick said that our games being delayed caused more damage to our shareholders than any of this scandal, which is nuts, and it's probably true. That's why he's still in charge, you know, because it's all about the numbers. That's all they care about. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the shareholders don't really care about the, the, the yeah. environment. They care about their bottom dollar. So my question to you, Isaac, at this time is, do you think it was wise of Microsoft to purchase Activision considering all the bad press and all? So essentially, Microsoft went... We don't like what Activision are doing. We need to review how we work with them. And they thought the best solution was to buy them outright. Do you think that was the wisest decision? Yeah, 100%. 100%. Like, because oh, it's it's making a, a good situation out of a bad one. Mm-hmm. Imagine if, like, you, you came along into a business and you just wanted to completely reshake that business. 
you'd have some resistance. Microsoft come in now. It's not a healthy atmosphere. Activision just start making changes here, there, cuts, blah, blah, blah. blah. No one's going to say anything because it's changed. Things are happening. And it means Activision can now be restructured. And I don't think there'll be a lot of resistance from the people already at Activision. I think this Bobby guy is, after the deal is all done, I think he's out of the door straight away. Um, And I think Microsoft are going to build... Oh, just imagine you know, Microsoft gonna come in and just you know what it feels like. I'm, I'm being I'm going back to the Monopoly thing, but if someone goes bankrupt in Monopoly without selling all their shit first, then you just get all their hotels and you just get all their their houses and whatnot. And I think that's what's happening here. Um, Microsoft just come in and said, "Oh, this is this is quite a reputable company with lots of really strong IPs and whatnot. We will take it and we will mold it however we want, and no one's gonna stop us because no one will stop them." Uh, so I think it was a good move. Uh, I don't know if they got a good deal on on it or not. I don't think I'll ever do a business deal myself worth uh, seventy billion. Um, it's not even a dream of mine. I'd I'd be okay with you know a couple million, uh, let alone a couple billion. Um, well, I think it's a good move. And judging by just what they've got with um, Game Pass already, uh, I think it's a case where Xbox are like, all right, Sony. You have your exclusives, sure. We have everything else. So, like, whatever happens, Microsoft are, are getting a piece of the pie. So, like, do as well as you want, Sony. But people still want to play Call of Duty. People still want to play Overwatch. People still want to play... People really still want to play, um like, Crash. It's a well-beloved game. Uh, and all the other games come, like, King, for example. That's not even related to Sony, but that's going to bring them so much money. And this this 70 billion, people are losing their shit over it. But I think Game Pass is estimated to bring them 4 billion uh, in a year. So, hey, Microsoft's not going to go under anytime soon. Um, and a consistent 4 billion coming in, it's nothing to sneeze at. Like, you know, in 20 years, they would have made that money back. So, hey, got to spend money to make money. I agree with that. I reckon maybe in 10 years, they would have made yeah. that money back. Because mm-hmm. essentially what happens is they're going to get a huge market share. More and more people are going to get this subscription-based service. It's been reported that now 25 million people have a Game Pass subscription, which is great. It's a huge leap from the last reported figure of 10 million. Mm-hmm. And that number is only going to multiply exponentially. It's only going to get bigger and bigger at a faster rate. I I agree with your answer to the question. I think that, especially in a place like America, the law is such a tricky place to navigate. It's when you're dealing with people who have money, serious money, mm. I think arguably this is the cleanest way to actually clean up the toxicity in the culture because you're not going to have to deal with a lawsuit. You're not going to have to deal with people dying through mysterious ways you're not gonna have to deal with all of that stuff people dragging out lawsuits and people running out of money all you do is you you buy the company and then it's my culture now yeah you do what i say you report to me now dissolve it yeah that's that's it and i 100 percent agree with you isaac i was upset at the start because my first thought was as long as kotick is out of there i'm happy mm-hmm. and then i heard that kotick's gonna remain the ceo so that left a sour taste in my mouth but then 
I started to think about it and other people started to wade in people who you know had sensible takes and yeah you can't just up and leave the CEO of Activision Blizzard as soon as the deal has been announced as I said earlier this is going to take almost a year mm -hmm. maybe over a year to actually finalize and everything to be handed off to Xbox Microsoft and I think as soon as that's done, as soon as that deal is done, done, I think Kotick is done, done. I think he's out yeah. of here. Mm -hmm. And yeah, it sucks because he's not gonna. He's probably not gonna go to jail. Nor are the breast milk bandits. <laughs> I know you've got like a different name for this pod, but can we call it the breast milk bandits? That could be arranged. Yeah. <laughs> I'll give a huge shout out to Akira for that one. She, she, <laughs> she came up with that. Nice, nice. But yeah, I mean, we would love to see them serve prison time for the, the sins and crimes they've committed. But I think this is the easiest way to actually get rid of the toxicity for good. And Bobby Kotick is going to receive about $300 million if he ever gets bought out of his contract, which is what would happen in the situation. Mm. So, it's a bit mad, you know? Yeah. But you got to look at it long-term. At least it's not Kotick making money off of Activision anymore. These great games that people are still playing, and no matter how many people say Call of Duty has fallen off, no one plays Call of Duty, it's still ranking up very high in the sales charts year on year. Sekiro Shadows Die Twice, published by Activision. I don't feel like shit for wanting to play that game now. So, you know, there's a, there's a huge domino effect of that this purchase has caused. And to put it in a sentence, I think this is the cleanest way to get rid of the toxicity in Activision Blizzard. Mm. So, <laughs> how do you feel about Sony coming up a couple of days after this deal was announced and saying, we hope Activision will honor their contractual obligations and ensure their games are still multi-platform. I love how you, you like, you made that more, um, more political. Uh, they didn't say hope. They said expect. They, <laughs> they expect it. <laughs> um, no, I think it's fair. Uh, I think it's fair what they've said. I think Xbox will honor it. Um, I think Xbox honestly don't care, and I think Xbox will get a portion of that revenue somehow. I don't exactly know how it works, I don't know if it's like per sale, was a lump sum or whatever. But Xbox now have their hand in Sony's pocket, and I love it. I love it. Like, um, I think once upon a time I was working somewhere, and someone said, Uh, if you're trying to beat someone, you don't get into bed with the competition. Uh, and whether Sony like it or not, they're now in bed with Microsoft, fully in bed. Uh, because, like, you are tied into this contractual deal, but that that, that, that money going into Activision is going into Microsoft. Um, and, and from what you said earlier, like, Microsoft just bought an entity that is worth the same amount as what Sony and... Uh, Nintendo. And Nintendo, yeah, I'm just like, well, um, yeah, that's, that's all I've got to say on the matter. So I can't remember which pod it was exactly, but I feel like we were discussing this earlier. Mm. 
Xbox had defined a strategy and it was a new strategy. Gone were the days of, you know, focusing on exclusive games, competing with Sony one-to-one and trying to sell hardware. And this new idea of we just want to own markets. We just want to own properties. We Mm -hmm. want this service that everyone subscribes to. So now Microsoft's uh, competitors are, are more akin to Google and Facebook as opposed to Sony and Nintendo because what what Facebook is to certain things and Instagram is to other things, I, I think Microsoft have now confirmed that they want to be that for gaming. No matter where you are, you can access Game Pass. And I think that is their long-term strategy. And we're now seeing the fruition of that statement long ago. And the intent is there. I, I, I don't know if Activision is worth 70 billion. I'll say that. I might be wrong there, but I don't know. But the... <laughs> But I think the promise of Microsoft saying, yeah, I don't care. We'll, mm. we'll put that down. I think that is a big declaration, not even of war, because this console war thing is a thing of the past. But I think Microsoft have definitely made an intention to be like, we want to be the first thing you think of when the word gaming is said. Mm. And uh, on the actual question I asked, I think I think it's hilarious for Sony. I I don't think you have to worry about Activision uh, breaching any contracts. I, I think they'll honor their contracts, and Microsoft don't want to get in the way of that because we saw that with Deathloop. Yep. Bethesda was purchased some point before the launch of Deathloop officially, and mm-hmm. they didn't get in the way of the PS5 PC exclusive deal. So mm-hmm. I think you can. I think Microsoft is is now about trust with the, the customers, consumers. They're not trying to get one up on the competition anymore. They're trying to build trust with a fan base that didn't trust them after the whole 360. It was the Xbox One debacle, Xbox One debacle. So that's what their main concern is, in my opinion. It's a good one. It's yeah, a good one. I think it's already going to pay off for them. Actually, it's already paying off for them because I don't know how true this is, but I think uh, Sony stocks went down by 13%. It is um, true. Yeah. It is true. Yeah. So... Same day, 20 billion drop. <laughs> right. So I mean, to me, that seems like Xbox really bought um Activision for 50 billion and not 20 billion. It was just a redistribution of wealth. Um yes. so yeah. Tough times, Sony really crazy and if we think about it that's always kind of been microsoft's mo to just Mm -hmm. kind of like buy out stuff and and control that yeah because when they started they wanted to purchase nintendo or they wanted to go into partnership with them i can't remember exactly Mm -hmm. and nintendo were like uh fuck off (laughs) (laughs) so it's it's interesting how kind of the same mo has persisted throughout all of their faces Mm -hmm. but the actual execution has been different and the execution has evolved over time, I would say. Mm-hmm. It's good to see things starting to pay off. I think now the shoe's on the other foot because for years, people who bought PlayStations were like, oh, look at our exclusive games. Look at our exclusive games. Mm-hmm. And now it's like, they're going to get exclusive games. They're going to get certain games day one. They're going to get certain games that we can't play. Yup. 
And it's now interesting to see how the the the, the public have reacted to this kind of news, to so the the potential effect that this might bring. Mm-hmm. So, do you fear a monopoly coming on? Because Disney is a very good brand to compare this to. You know, they purchased X Men, they purchased the entire MCU, more or less, mm-hmm. and they have a ton of other properties under their name. I think they've got ESPN under their them as well now. Okay, yeah. There are rumors that there are other sports brands that they want to buy. Mm-hmm. Do you fear something similar happening in the gaming sphere with Microsoft? Probably. Um, but I taste the thing, right? Right now, I'm not that scared. Um, because worse comes to worse, I'll, I'll just stop playing games. That's that, that, and then okay, like that is worst comes all right. This is shit now. I'll leave. Um, so no, I don't. I don't feel any way about it. I feel like we're gonna get a lot of really quality games. I feel like we're finally gonna get the very first Netflix slash Spotify of games. Um, and I mean Spotify is amazing. It's been around for a while. Netflix is great. Um, and. The caveat is you won't always get every single thing that you want there, but there will be something that's pretty good. Um, so yeah, I'm not mad, but and here's one of the reasons why I'm not mad. They now own Radical Entertainment, and if Radical Entertainment doesn't ring any bells, they were the developers behind the Simpsons Hit and Run. Now, Simpsons Hit and Run remaster has been teased a little bit, but ultimately it's been said, you know, it's just too hard. There's too many moving parts. They now belong to a company that spent in cash 68.7 billion on a whim. Maybe not on a whim. Um, you know what? I think I might get my remake. And yeah, let's do it. Have your monopoly. Uh, if we get shit, I'll just walk away. That's fair. And that actually follows on to my next question. But I guess I'll answer my own question first. Yeah, please do. Yes, I do fear that this might lead into a monopoly. Mm. Although I think what is more likely, I think this is going to force Sony to start doing the same in retaliation. They already have quite the the team of of uh, studios under their belt already. They've got Naughty mm-hmm. Dog, they've got Insomniac now, they've got Sony Santa Monica. I think they've got Guerrilla Games. Mm-hmm. I think this is going to force them to try and do deals with teams like Square Enix. Teams that they've worked with to make like second party games, I think they're gonna try and uh, be a bit defensive in retaliation because now with with seventy billion dollars dropped, I think any studio can be bought mm-hmm. by any team. So I think this is gonna cause a knock on effect where you, it's like football captains picking teams, you know, mm-hmm. team members in in the playground. Mm. I think that's what's most likely to happen. I have heard that the US government, specifically the Fair Trade Commission, yeah. I think I think that's what the FTC stands for. Oh, they, have, involved? they have looked into it. Fuck off. <laughs> so apparently it's a coincidence, but this came out like today or yesterday. They have looked at the deal and they are looking to see whether this basically starts a monopoly. And mm-hmm. this is why certain deals don't happen. So a long time ago. I might be completely talking about my ass there, and please feel free to correct me in the comments if I am. I believe Rupert Murdoch wanted to purchase Manchester United, and that mm-hmm. deal was just denied. You couldn't do that because the conflict of interest. Who's uh, Rupert Murdoch? 
I think he owns Fox. I think it's Fox he owns. Uh, did Fox like broadcast uh, sports or football? Is it Fox? Sky. Sky. I, I can see that. But yeah. Sky Sky just broadcast it. They don't really get anything like depending on who wins. You know what? The case is long is long done, so never mind. <laughs> Correction, he owns Sky and Fox. <laughs> and Fox. Okay. So you were right. You were right yeah. for both cases, yeah. <laughs> uh so it's clear that would be a conflict of interest. Sky is the mm. broadcasting channel, that like the primary broadcast channel for the Premier League and yeah. football, really. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know who it is in America, but I'd imagine it's ESPN. Mm. Well, anyway, yeah, I can see why that deal got cancelled. Mm-hmm. And the FTC are going to be looking at whether a deal like Microsoft purchasing Activision could lead to a, a monopoly. And I don't oh, think it will. I think I the FTC not. will back down. Yeah, they better. But it's now... Yeah. I think, ultimately, we don't have to worry about Microsoft owning every studio in the world. Mm-hmm. I think that's going to be stopped because, obviously, a monopoly kills the gaming industry. And this is mm-hmm. why I love that PlayStation, Xbox, and Nintendo are as dominant as they are in their, in their individual way. Mm-hmm. And I hope that continues. No, but that makes me think, like, why didn't why didn't they get involved when Sega was dying? Or when, you know, all the other consoles were dying? Where were they then? Who, Microsoft? Now, no, the, um... The, oh, the FTC. Yeah, trying to get involved. Because now we technically have a... Oh, can I even pronounce this word? Um, an oligopoly. Like, there's a, there's a small amount of people who just kind of, like, run things. You've got your big three. Um, Nintendo, Microsoft, and so... I mean, I guess... Anything else is just PC, really. So it's just four. That's it. That's a very small number. So what did they think was going to happen? Like, if one, are they going to, if one, like, if Nintendo, Nintendo's never going to go bankrupt. But, I don't know, let's say Sony are about to go bankrupt. Would, would they step in and stop that? So, you know, there isn't some sort of monopoly. Like, what what are they doing? I don't understand why they're getting involved. They should just stay clear of it. That's an interesting point. I don't know if they can save a company from failing. I think they go into administration and or bankruptcy. Mm-hmm. I don't think they can cause an intervention in that regard. Yeah. So I don't think they could have done anything to stop Sega. I mm-hmm. think a company like Microsoft could have bought out Sega. Although mm-hmm. I think at that time they were more focused on their own thing and that was the right decision to do. Hey, Sega is available to be bought. I'm just going to put that out there. Sega can be bought right now. Oh, I guess it can. Yeah, because they're not dead. They still make games, don't they? Yeah. <laughs> I see. Well, well they, they try. They try their best. They're behind Sonic. <laughs> <laughs> um, Shenmue. I think Lost Judgment is a Sega property. Yakuza, oh, yeah. I believe. No way. Is that... Is that is I believe. That I, I should fact check myself right now. No way. Is that... No way. I'm not seeing, yeah. I'm not seeing Sega a series anywhere. of video games by Sega. Oh shit! Oh, good for them. All right, cool. All right, never mind. Never mind. All right, cool. Uh, they're, just... they're the publishers. So, I mean, one way or another, they're involved. They're involved. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. They're they're not dead yet. Cool. Yeah, I don't think they're dead. And I have heard about Microsoft working with Sega. I don't know if they've got a partnership established or something, but they can definitely build something from there. 
it would have been nice if Sega didn't go out of business. I would have, I would have loved to have seen that alternate timeline because oh, was it the Sega Saturn that bombed? Yeah, that was horrid. But I think the Dreamcast was a very good console, and if they didn't ruin their own brand with the previous console, we could have mm. been looking at a very different landscape right now. With four, well, five superpowers now, if you include Valve. I don't know. I don't think... Do you think Microsoft would have gotten involved if Sega still existed? Yes. Well, really? I mean, at one point, they were all, all four existed at the same time. You had the GameCube, the PS2, the Dreamcast, and the Xbox. Oh, yeah, you did. I keep forgetting about that legendary picture. Okay, it's bad. great. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> four nations lived in harmony. <laughs> so... It would, that would be cool. That would be lovely. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to move on to the next point, which was about remakes. So, of course, there are plenty of titles now under the Microsoft banner, and there are several games that people would love to see revived. Guitar Hero, Hit and Run. Are there any other games other than Simpsons Hit and Run that you'd like to see brought back? Oh, I mean, as much as I love Spyro, I don't want to see it come back, because I think only the first three games were in my opinion, good. Like, I've seen, you know, what it looked like on the PS2, and I'm just not interested. Maybe it's, like, there's a lot of nostalgia. I don't know. I'm never really big into Crash. Um, honestly, it is just Simpsons Hit and Run, and maybe even Guitar Hero, but I've seen, like, the latest Guitar Hero games that will come out, they they don't really seem to have the same Guitar Hero magic um, as when the first Guitar Hero came out. So, as, as great as this deal is, hmm. <laughs> nah, not, not too interested in the other titles. Um, but I know a lot of people. Are, I know a lot of people. I know a lot of other people are. Uh, so in terms of you know, a, a strategic move, it was a great one. I will say. Uh, what about yourself? What are you looking forward to? Maybe I'm telling on myself right now, but I had to look up the games at Activision. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, in a sentence, could go either way, don't really care. Mm-hmm. But I would be lying if The Simpsons Hit and Run didn't make my eyes you know, open up a little bit. I would love yeah. to see a remake for that game. Mm-hmm. I think there's a lot of magic you could do with the Spyro and Crash Bandicoot IPs. You could definitely bring that back. You could bring more games into the lore. I think there's a whole new market there that don't mm-hmm. really know about those two mascots and the effect and the power and the impact that they had back in the 90s. I think there is something there. Mm-hmm. If you get the right studio behind it, you get the right people behind it, you could definitely make money out of those games and games that can compete with the big boys now. I think mm-hmm. the gaming industry is as talented as ever. There's mm-hmm. so much money as evidenced by Microsoft. Yep. I think there's so many skilled workers that now understand that there are jobs in gaming and more jobs is good for everyone really but to answer the actual question hit and run i'd love to see um guitar hero didn't do anything for me so meh apparently the james bond series of games were published by activision i mean if they could remake goldeneye that'd be Mm -hmm. cool yeah, uh, yeah, GoldenEye. Like, if they could do GoldenEye, I don't know if they could legally, because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. that is a Nintendo sixty four thing. But I think. I would... Sorry, go. 
No, no, finish off. It's fine. It's fine. I would love to see Gold Knight. Let me just look it up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, published by Nintendo. Yeah, so that's a that's a Nintendo thing. But Rare developed it. They could they could do something else, you know, with the Golden Eye title. They could make a new Golden Eye potentially. Mm-hmm. Now that they they own this, um, but yeah, I've when I truly think about it, there's not a lot of Activision games that I do play. Call of Duty, I don't play. Overwatch, mm-hmm. I don't play. World of Warcraft, I don't play. Candy Crush, I got off that drug a long time ago. Yep. So. This doesn't really change my stance immediately, mm-hmm. but it makes me think that there is going to be a lot of good stuff coming down in like five, ten years. There's going to be a mm-hmm. lot of good stuff, mm-hmm. and I want to be on the right team when that happens. So, be on both teams, mate. I think yes, that's an important point. I think for the first time ever, I think that I need a PlayStation, Nintendo, and an Xbox console in my house at the same time. Yeah. I think all three are necessary at this point. Mm-hmm. Fully agree. Um, and I will say, like, oh, I, it really depends what games we get because a lot of publishers don't get the rights to the game. Uh, so I know Spyro and Crash, I think Universal, was it Universal? No, it was Insomniac gave up the rights to Universal. So I think anyone at Universal now owns the rights to Spyro. Uh, which is why I think the next games weren't as as of a higher standard because Insomniac just left it. Um, so, like when you uh, said the certain game was made by developed by Rare, uh, if Rare kept you know the the rights to the IP, you might get it. Um, I think it just depends, you know, who's who's taken those rights because a lot of these games I'm I'm seeing that they were only published by Activision. Which means you know you might not be able to get some of them. Oh, I was on Reddit like the other day, and on the Sekiro Reddit, people were just like frothing at the gash that oh yeah, Sekiro is <laughs> gonna become you know Microsoft things. And I was just reading, it, I'm like you fucking plebs, right? Because it was only um, published by Activision, which is why I felt no way. Uh, well, I mean, I did feel a certain way, but it, it was still a From Software game. It wasn't an Activision game. So when all the controversy came out, I was like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna still play. Sekiro, um, but it's not like a, a game that you know is owned and all the rights belong to Activision. So I'm I'm waiting with bated breath to see what we actually get out of this. Uh, and it all comes down to marketing and licensing and all that crap because there's a lot of really cool Spider-Man games. For example, Web of Shadows that was uh, published by Activision, but that game was made by Treyarch and obviously the rights to Spider-Man. I don't know if it's just film or any kind of media. That's owned by Sony um, or Fox. No, I think Sony bought it's Fox, Sony. so they got yeah, yeah so soon. So it's it's gonna be a really weird, tangled mess. Um, not mess. Uh, slightly disorganized. Not even slightly disorganized. Just a uh, really lot of hoops to jump through. Yeah, I would say before we yeah. get anything out of uh, this deal so i'm sure the lawyers and the, the legal team are working really hard and you know like my heart would go out to them but they're making a shit ton of money so it doesn't well it does a little bit um but yeah we're, we're gonna have to wait on them before we get anything out of this yeah agreed and just like with music 
Mm-hmm. The rights to games can be a bit complicated to mm-hmm. to work out, and and might not always be straightforward. Whether you know, the rights are with the developers or the publishers, who now owns that developer or publisher, did they give up the rights at some mm-hmm. point in 2017? I think, yeah, it's not going to be straightforward to follow the IPs or the ownership of every game that is mm-hmm. now under the Microsoft umbrella. But I think. Activision have a delicious roster of games because Activision had a team under them. So yeah. <laughs> they, they acquired Blizzard, <laughs> crying out loud. So yep. I think there there are a lot of options. And mm. I mean, at this point, Microsoft will probably just buy the lawyers or you know buy the team that has the rights to that specific game that they want to remake. So mm-hmm. if you could drop 70 billion, I, I don't, where is the line? Yeah, they, they don't care. They're yeah. fine. It makes me think, though, like, do you think we'll get World of Warcraft on Game Pass? Because as a kid, I really wanted to play it, but, like, £10 a month? Oh, no, thank you. And then I just kind of left MMORPGs, but I don't know, man. World of Warcraft came along on Game Pass. I would... Who am I kidding? I played it for two days and I put it down. But <laughs> it would be a fun two days. I think it would be on Game Pass. I think every purchase that they're making is to service Game Pass because... Mm that is their big thing now that is yeah. their lifeblood and that's not to say that they don't care about anything else they care about their hardware sales of course and they care yeah. about all their other deals but game pass is going to take them to the next level game pass is their thing mm-hmm. and i think every purchase acquisition whatever you want to call it i think those ips are coming on game pass in one way shape or form whether it's a day one exclusive whether it's a you know two days early access whether it's free to play, if you have the service, I think it's going to be on Game Pass. Yeah, no, I agree. And I cannot wait. <laughs> <laughs> so my question is to you now, what's next? Do you think Microsoft now let rests on their laurels or do you think they go out and buy the next studio? And if so, who would you like to see them buy? Oh, who don't they own right now? Um, that is such a good question. Oh, and Sony's already taken. Imagine, oh, do you know, no, you can't. Sony already own these studios. You can't, you can't pinch them. Um, I don't know. Maybe Square Enix. I don't think that's owned by anyone yeah, yet. It's not, um, yeah. So maybe Square Enix. Uh, and then we'd get you know the the mandatory bullshit. Okay, Final Fantasy will be on Sony for X amount of time, and then it'll go to Xbox. But who cares? Like the wait is fine. Um, yeah, probably Square Enix. Uh, I can't think of any other developer. I don't think they'll get from software. I don't know why, but I just don't see it happening. But they might. I wouldn't <laughs> be mad. I would not be mad. Um, but yeah, those are the, the studios that I clearly like. Uh, what about you? I think Microsoft will wait until their next acquisition. But I think they will buy someone else very soon, and I think it will be a big name. Maybe this is just the way I see it. I think it will. I, I don't know. I, I would put Sega's name to the mix. I think there's a lot of there's a lot of IPs. There's a lot of titles there that they could mm-hmm. really uh, not monopolize, but utilize very well yeah. for their Game Pass service, as I listed already. Yeah, I think it will be Sega. Mm-hmm. We finally get a good Sonic game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good one. 
for like the last five years or so. <laughs> what was the last good Sonic game? Please tell me. Son- Sonic Mania. Oh yeah. Okay, yeah. I keep forgetting Sonic Mania. Okay, what was the last good 3D Sonic game? Well, that's all we have for this <laughs> one. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I guess maybe Sonic Generations, but that's half 3d yeah if we're talking fully 3d probably sonic adventure battle 2 yeah i hear those sonic olympic games are really fun but uh i mean half carried by mario so it doesn't (laughs) really count that (laughs) (laughs) so phil spencer was interviewed after the acquisition and he was asked about obviously how his purchase, how he believes that purchase is going to affect the games industry, and he doesn't believe it's going to cause a monopoly. But then he was also asked about the competitors, Sony and Nintendo. He was specifically mm-hmm. asked about PlayStation's answer to Game Pass, how they're going to merge Plus and Now together, and he thought it's a good idea. He then said that he trusts Sony and Nintendo. He believes. So I think his words were similar to. They're not going to do anything to mess up the games industry. They love gaming, and they're going to ensure that that is a very well-respected craft. Mm-hmm. He was somewhat skeptical skeptical about brands like Apple, brands like Google, um, stuff like that. Yeah. So, what do you, so two-pronged question. What do you think about Phil Spencer saying merging plus and now is a good idea? And what mm-hmm. do you think about his comments about trusting Nintendo and Sony and him having a problem with brands such as Apple and Facebook. Uh, I think he mentioned somewhere as well that, you know, he thought what Sony were doing is just inevitable because that's where where games are moving. Um, and yeah, no, I get where he's coming from because like PlayStation has been doing it for a while. Uh, Nintendo have been doing it for a while. And you know you'll get like a good game or a good system with them. Uh, like Google Stadia came along. And I I don't really hear about it much. Uh, someone at work, he actually got Stadia for his kids, but they barely play it. And he was like, yeah, I'm thinking of sending the controller back or whatever. Um, that's the only person I know who's like actually dabbled in Stadia and his kids don't even want it. Um, it's a great concept, don't get me wrong though. But I, th- I think uh, xCloud has probably done it right um, where Stadia... Could maybe Stadia was good, maybe not give it a chance. I don't know. Uh, Amazon, I think they've got something called Luma, but I haven't heard of that. I think it's out like they did give it to quite a few people to like try and test and whatnot, but I don't know anything about it. And like, I don't think it's ready because Amazon are a big platform. If they want to push something, you'll know about it. Like, Audible, I know about that, I've known about that for ages. I've always wanted to dabble in it. And like two, three years later, they, they finally got some money out of me and I gave it a stab. Um, so, but I see where it's coming from because like they, it's not it's not their forte. Um, and we saw like Google Stadia trying to get lots of like, you know, different games on there to try and like sell. I think they had like Control on there and they had like some other, you know, pretty big games on there as well. Uh, but it's just not enough. You've got to do what Microsoft does and just get like a shit ton of games and the people will come. Uh, 
I, I get where he's coming from. Um, they don't really know. They don't really know. Like they don't know the game. Basically, they yeah. <laughs> they just don't. So I think it's it's more of a you know what in the nicest possible way but in a cutthroat corporate way because you don't get to where Phil Spencer is by being the nice guy in business. That man is definitely a savage in the boardroom. But, yeah. Right? In the nice possible way, I think he was like, yeah, you guys do you. Um, But, you know, don't hurt yourself. Wink. Because you're you're playing some dangerous, you know, like competitors. Um, Nintendo lawyers are absolutely savage. And Sony has a monopoly on amazing single-player games that I don't think any other game like comes close to, personally. Um, just the roster is ridiculous. Uh, so, yeah, like, Spencer knows what he's about, and I agree with what he said. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. What about you? I think Phil Spencer was being political. Mm-hmm. I think he chose his words very carefully. I think he's got a ton of media training and it shows. Mm-hmm. I don't know what his background is, but he's a very intelligent man and he's definitely someone who thinks before he speaks. I think what he actually feels is their service is trash. <laughs> I, think that, I think that's what he actually thinks. But I think he his words... I've really I've, I put it in a really nice way as it's great that there's competition. It, it was inevitable because Sony could see that the market was going that way, and yeah. uh, you know that there's truth to that. The, the market is leading that way, but I I feel he believes that Game Pass is a better product. I feel that Game Pass is a better product personally, and I feel Spencer's is a very smart man to word it that way i think if this was said you know in like 2004 you know the the outcome might have been a bit different but i think the landscape has changed people have changed and what is acceptable to say has changed definitely so i think he chose his words very carefully and the point when he said he trusts sony and nintendo i think that's genuine i think I, I agree with you guys, basically. I think he is a very nice guy, very personable. But I also think he knows when the buck stops. And he knows when to become a monster. And he must be a scary dude because he's in charge, right? Yeah, right. No one gets to the top without, you know, breaking a few bones and pulling some people down on the way up there. It's I... a sad statement, I think. I don't, I think. You shouldn't have to pull people down. I mean, that's why there's only one guy at the top, you know? Yeah. But I, I think he, he is a nice guy. Obviously, don't know him personally, but I, he comes across as a nice guy. I think his comments about Sony and Nintendo were genuine when he said he trusts them because Nintendo have always been about games. You know, they started off doing card games and then they transitioned into doing video games and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So Nintendo, the, their whole heart and soul is geared towards games they're not going to do anything that messes up with games they are very particular with who they work with they cut off companies for leaking you know information about their pokemon titles they've sued people who've made emulated uh well, they've they've sued people who made software that can emulate their games they mm. they don't business when it comes to anything like that sony have 
proved that they care about games. You know, they came into an industry that was already dominated by a force and they came in and were like, hey, we're here and we're here to stay. And that's how you actually shift the market. Maybe it was easier because of the time period, mm-hmm. but, you know, they are a genuine competitor now. And we've seen through, you know, at least the past couple of generations that they do care about gaming. They care about giving good content to their customers. For a long time, their internet service was free. They didn't want to charge their consumers. They had to because the product wasn't good enough. So you can see that PlayStation do care about the customers. They do care about the gamers. For the players, is isn't just a a, a nice slogan. I think they actually believe that. I 100% believe him when he says he's concerned about these other brands and he should be because (laughs) respectfully they don't know what they're doing this is people who have seen an emerging market especially during the pandemic and have gone i want a piece of that people Mm -hmm. like google people like apple you know there's nothing wrong with that but please make sure you know what you're doing people are not going to up and buy the google product or the apple product without proof that it works and without a need for mm-hmm. people to have it the reason why game pass is so successful now is because people have got it in their heads that they need this product the reason why people got a ps4 is because they were convinced that they needed that product and in the nicest possible way no one needs a google stadia do you go on What's, what do you want to say I, I just wanted those products i didn't need them that's it for me Okay, well, like, <laughs> no one needs them. They're not going to die without them. You know what I mean? But whether it's they want to experience the best games, whether it's they want to play with their friends on, online, in their universe, in their world, in their vision, they needed the PS4 or they needed the Xbox. They needed mm-hmm. Game Pass. Mm-hmm. And in the same vein, no one needs the Google Stadia. No one needed it because of the way it worked, the way it operated. It wasn't optimize it it just didn't work in theory fantastic idea either us as people weren't ready for it or the execution was lacking and i think there's a bit of both to play in there amazon luna i have not heard anything about that since they gave a select few people from twitch the controller to play with so i don't know Mm -hmm. where they're at apple arcade is a thing and yeah it's just of course there are more options but that's not the talk of the town it's not the talk on the playground it's the it's the big or it's the big four really because Steam is a is a thing that we shouldn't ignore, absolutely not. So, all people are really talking about are those four, you know, Xbox, PlayStation, Nintendo, and Steam. And you know, one way or another, the the other the, the competition when you're referring to Google, Apple, etc. Ah, oh, they really Hello. need to. Uh, research and make sure they're ready. They, they've got the answers on deck because they are outsiders in the industry that is gaming. Mm-hmm. I think, I don't know if uh, Apple might be doing this, but maybe it is Apple. Just like round up all the indies, start them on your platform. That's something you could do because you're not, you can't compete with Halo or Yakuza or God of War or Ratchet. You're not competing with these, it's not happening. If I could. Someone gave me the choice of playing. Oh, I don't know what's the what's the thing on every single console. Uh, Call of Duty. I don't even like Call of Duty. Uh, let's let's go with like FIFA. Sek- Sekiro was on every console. Oh, FIFA, yeah. Yeah, yeah okay. For, no, The Witcher. I think The Witcher's better. Okay. 
someone gave me a choice of playing like The Witcher on like a PlayStation or Xbox or Google Stadia or like a Luma, I'm picking Xbox or PlayStation. Do you know why? Because all my friends are playing that, so I can play with them. I, just, I know the console. I know I can trust it. I know what's what. I know where to go for deals. I know because they've got such a large market share, there'll be more like deals and more sales. Sort of buying this new untested like product or whatever. Maybe it's amazing, but you gotta make it worth my while. Yeah, I I agree. I think the trust is something that I maybe didn't mention as much as as I should have, but that's definitely something that plays a factor. People know these brands and they know that they're known for gaming so they know that they're getting their money's worth when they commit money to buying that game to buying that console and i think stadia and luna have similar models where it's it's kind of like a an app on your tv or something uh and you only really have the controller which is, is something that is susceptible to lag and a lot of other stuff mm-hmm. whereas a console, i.e. a computer that is specifically built to run the games that you're buying for it, they're, they're, you don't have to be a tech genius to play games on it, you know? You don't have to worry about overclocking and stuff like that. Put it on. Done. Exactly. Put the disc in. The simplicity is is why, you know, those companies have worked very, very well for the past couple of decades. You mentioned something very important there, which leads on to my next and possibly final question. The indies. Mm -hmm. There was a lot of outcry that said that this acquisition basically spells a bad future for the indie studios. With all of these big AAA studios joining, you know, a roster already with great games, uh, 343 is already, you know, under the Microsoft banner, for example. Mm-hmm. How do you feel that this acquisition is going to affect the indie studios going forward? Do you know what? I think Gathered is the greatest roster of WWE superstars that we have seen in years. However, 10, 20 years ago, we had the greatest roster of WWE superstars that we've ever seen. And, you know, new blood and new talent keeps, like, coming in. It'll come in. And, you know, as it gets popular, the fans will decide, you know, I like this guy now and I don't like that person or I want this guy, I don't like that person. And there'll be flavor of the weeks and whatnot. And big companies will, you know, will mess up and throw out a game that isn't, you know, amazing. I'm looking at you, Sega. And then, you know, the companies can, you know, <laughs> come in and sweep in. But, you know, I do agree. Like, so when you go to EGX Res, you realize there's, there's a lot of developers out there and their games just don't get the coverage. I think I saw a game that was at EGX, like, I think, three years ago and i think it is somewhere on the playstation store some sort of store and i was like i recognize that from from egx I haven't seen any kind of like you know ad or push for that like anywhere and it just makes me think like how how does an indie dev like get their game out like four guys i think i don't know what happened they had they just had a deal with sony they were on the plus and it was really pushed and it became this really big game but that's, I don't even know they're an indie studio. Um, but that's like a one, that's one game. Like, are you really going to do that for, that That would be a thing. Like, imagine with Plus, it stays the same, but there'll be just one indie title that you get to have for a month, see if you love it. Maybe it'll become the next four guys, but then maybe it bankrupts the indie studio because people play it, don't really like it, and then move on. Um, and to be fair, if that happens, then oh, in the nicest possible way, 
that is kind of business and you didn't have a good product. Um, but then at the same time, you know, maybe that's not fair. Maybe they should make a bit of money um, from sending this product that isn't that well and then they can try again and then you might get a much better game, which is good for the industry. Like, for example, this is just me, like, just talking now, but how many times have, I don't know, you, like, bought something or, like, bought some, like, crappy shoes or just something that you needed for, like, a one-time thing or, like, a costume and it was, like, like seven quid or something and you're not going to go through all the fuss of returning it. It's just, like, oh, it is what it is. Like, I don't know, man, maybe, you know, some indie titles need that, but this is just me just chatting rubbish because I felt bad saying if your game was bad and it bankrupted you, that's that's on you. I mean, it's, it's, it is true, but oh, it's just terrible. Um, but yeah, maybe that's something they could do, you know, give indies a bigger spotlight. But yeah, like if you've got all these big AAA games in one place, you're not you might not want to like try something different, but I will counter that by saying I think small indie games are the perfect refreshment that the gaming industry absolutely needs and requires it's so good to be able to just sit down and play a game for like one or two hours and that's it it's finished and you're done with it because the amount of times that a big triple a game has come out and i've been like oh, i don't want to put it down and it just kind of takes over my life i don't want that but like, it's nice to be able to sit down play a game and then move on and just be like, you yeah, know, that was really nice. I, I'm going to recommend someone. That was a really good way to spend, you know, an hour or two. Like, yeah. And I think that's the way it should be, really. Like, I, I'm the last person to say this because I will happily sit down and bang out a game for, like, like a whole day. Um, but I don't think we should be out of consoles that long. I think, you know, small indie game that's just a little bit of fun and then you move on is great. Especially when you watch streamers. Like, if you go into a stream and you really like the streamer and then you really like the game, like, but maybe you don't always have time to, like, follow a series because it might happen throughout the week and another two weeks. But if you're going to sit down, all right, they play a game, you love the streamer, they finish it in one sitting, that's a nice time, especially you interact with said streamer and you feel like you haven't missed out on anything. And you can come, like, you know, as and when, in and out, and I think that's quite nice too. So, uh... I don't know, I, I think I've gone way off topic, but uh, to answer your question, uh, it looks a little bit precarious for the indie game scene, but at the same time, I think there's a scene for a reason. I think those games are really amazing, high quality. I don't think It Takes Two is an indie game, but I don't think it's like super long either. It's packed with lots of great features. Um, I think that's what that's something that indie games do. They pack a lot of good stuff in it. It's not just the standard template of AAA game, here's pro tag, here's conflict, here are some cool powers, here's 20 hours of repetitive missions. So when you really break it down, these AAA games have the same mission over and over and over again. It just looks nice. And sometimes you get a nice story slapped on top. But the gameplay loop is exactly the same. And honestly, that's why like, indie games are really cool because they, they switch up, they they change things because they have to. They've got to like, think outside the box. Um, so yeah, I don't. I think they'll be alright, uh, and I think they just need a bigger push marketing-wise. Uh, there's some really good ones out there. All right, well said. Yeah. In short, I think this is troublesome for indie games. Mm. But to expand on that, I think this opens an opportunity somewhere else. Yeah. We already know 
that Nintendo have indie world. They have、mm. a brand dedicated to their indie stuff.、Mm. PlayStation have PlayStation Indies, their、mm. alternative dedicated to the indie stuff. I think if those are given the proper care and attention, then that kind of is an alternative to what we're seeing now. And I think there's no reason why PlayStation and Nintendo can't maybe not acquire but work with these indie st- studios because. A lot of them do want to be indie, and that freedom is everything to them.、Yeah. So, I, I think maybe a deal where they just pump money. Like, if you need money to make a game, to hire people, to get the legal rights, trademarks, here with that, with that for you, and then they retain creative control. I think that's a situation that can help、mm-hmm. the the games industry. I think the independent scene is something that the games industry needed for. A very long time, and it's great that we have it here. And with the boom of social media, I think this is the best time for indie studios because now there's an entire new market that their games can reach. And as you quite rightly said, indie games tend to trim a lot of the fat, and it's just that good stuff. Like Celeste, for example, is a very good game, and there's almost no filler. There's no rubbish in it. And you know, as much as I love a game like Marvel Spider Man, that game had a lot of repetitive bullshit that didn't need to be there, and that could that could have pushed it towards a ten out of ten, and you know, game of the year status. But a lot of the AAA games do suffer from that. They they have to give you at least twenty five hours play time. Dying Light Two apparently takes five hundred hours to complete fully. Jeez, there's no need for that. Like, yeah, sure, you know. Lockdown 2.0 might happen, but I don't think anyone wants to be locked in for 500 hours playing one game.、Mm-hmm. I might be wrong there, but I know I definitely don't want to. I have stuff I want to do. I want to go outside. I want to go and walk. So I want to go to the gym. I want to meet people. I want to meet my friends. So, as much as I love gaming, gaming isn't all that I am. So my life, I need to be able to do other stuff. There's nothing wrong with a short indie game if it takes like what five hours to complete. That's great, as you quite rightly said. If、um, games are now made in the in the image or with the goal for them to be completed within a stream of like two three hours, even、mm-hmm. that's really good because then there's a whole new market you can reach. People don't have to follow a series. And you know they could potentially buy that game off the back of your stream.、Mm-hmm. I think it's a grand idea, and maybe we see something like that going forward. But yeah, I think to answer my own question, I think this is problematic for the indie scene.、Uh, but I think any scene where money is involved at this higher level, there's problems. You know, in sport, teams that generate less money. Are in trouble versus teams that can generate more money, and that's just a fact of life because they can afford more stuff,、mm-hmm. and that's similar to the game scene. I hope this leads to indie studios being、uh, looked at, looked after by brands like PlayStation and Nintendo, because I think then those games get a fair shake, and by that I mean looked after properly. Not you know you have to look fifty pages into the PlayStation Store to see the game that came out today. That no, that not that. Like new releases, make that proper. You know, put a mix of AAA, AA, single A, and indie games. You know, in a place that's easily accessible. 
sometimes people just uh, browse on the store not knowing what they want to buy. If they see a nice game for like six pounds that has a lot of nice colors, you know, that's potentially a sale for PlayStation and for the indie studio. So I think there is definitely an opportunity for the indie scene to benefit from this. Yeah, totally agree. Um, and I like what you said. Because uh, I remember there was a story about that. Some guy released his game day one and he could not find it on the PlayStation store. That's so sad. Um, yeah, they need they definitely need more categories. Because like even trying to find... um. The old PS2 games back in the day it was sometimes a little bit of a struggle. Like it wasn't the direct route to to buy the old games. So I'm just like, why won't you let me spend my money to to buy these games that I've already bought once upon a time? I'm giving you my money twice. Let, let me do this. Um, but yeah, like uh, I'll, I'll be the first one to say that the PlayStation Store is not super user friendly. It is just not a nice experience. Yeah, I think it's terrible considering what access PlayStation have, how mm. good they are and the resources they could buy, the store search engine should be a lot better. I think Nintendo is better. It's not perfect, but I, there's no reason why they can't hire some of the best workers and make a search engine that's just super workable, like Google's. I think Google has a very good search engine. Like mm. their image search is very comprehensive. I think why you, you there's no reason why you can't get something like that for your games. Like if you if you've played this game, you've completed this game, why don't you try this? Like with Netflix, when you finish a series or a movie and at the end they've got, oh, you like this, why not this? Get an algorithm that actually works. Mm. I think there's there's no reason why they can't get that working. They have a lot of money. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And like I feel like the algorithm they have is not good because it just pushes like the big games on you. Yeah. Or games you might already be aware of, but so yeah, you games you might already have. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's not, it's not perfect. Uh, which is so stupid because they did like the PlayStation, um, what 20, 2021 rundown. So they've clearly mm -hmm. got the capability to see what you like and what you want to play. Um, mm -hmm. But yeah, I don't know. Step up. Let's see a better store. Yes. And to quickly touch on one of your points, uh, you said about PlayStation Plus, Four Guys was just magic you know day one yeah. release on ps plus and it, it really caught on fire like among us you'd have to go that far back to see a game that had that much popularity mainstream appeal mm -hmm. and i think there is a trick there if playstation play their cards right you know how you have multiple games for free each month you could have one of those games be an indie and the other one be a big title you could have a, a sekiro and the Death Store, for example, something like that. Yeah, I think they should definitely look into getting that because that could be an alternative to the the Game Pass that they want to run. Because I don't know if they want to do the the day one, um, like uh, Horizon Forbidden West day one for free. They were, yeah. I don't think they're I don't think yeah. they're doing that, but um, they could do something like what I said before. Mm -hmm. All right, yeah, I think uh, that, <laughs> that was well covered. So uh, <laughs> to recap, Microsoft have acquired Activision Blizzard for about $70 billion. The deal will finalize some point between July 22 and June 23. Bobby Kotick will continue to serve as CEO of Activision Blizzard, but will report to Phil Spencer until the deal is done, where he is expected to take a $300 million pay out to leave um. the company. Yeah, I did want to ask you something else, Isaac, but I think we've gone over. So I think 
<laughs> Ask me afterwards. Yeah. I'm interested. Okay, yeah, I will. Yeah, yeah cool, cool. Uh, yeah. Did you have any closing comments you wanted to make, Isaac? Uh, oh, I saw like a post um, today. And you know them like fake Twitter posts that you see? And then one was, uh, I think, um, Microsoft saying, you know, they've just bought certain companies. And then Sony were talking shit. And then Microsoft were like, you know, shut the fuck up, Sony, or we'll buy you too. And then <laughs> the guy at the bottom was like, yes, Microsoft is a great Thanos response. And I just thought it was a really, you know, wholesome picture. I, I absolutely loved it. God. That's all from me. Uh, I'm pretty sure the FTC would just not allow that deal to go through because that is a monopoly happening. How could they stop it? Oh, they could say, you know, conflict of interest, this ruins the market, monopoly, blah, blah, blah. No, 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 because you've got Google Stadia, you've got uh, Amazon Luma, you've got Nintendo, you've got Valve, Steam, or whatever. There's, there's others. Okay, about. first of all, first mm-hmm. of all, mm-hmm. first of all, mm-hmm. Sony has more of a market share than Google, Amazon, and whatever else company you want to throw in there combined. So Apple, Apple was Apple as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. Microsoft could purchase all of those companies. Yeah, and... I don't think Microsoft could purchase Apple. <laughs> like, whoa, whoa. No, 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 not those companies. <laughs> They're gaming divisions. <laughs> oh, okay, sure, sure. Okay, okay. Yeah, I'm here. If we're talking tech, then you know Apple is probably talking down to Microsoft there, but. It's. I think it's. It's more of a fair playing field than gaming. Mm. Definitely. Okay. I forgot what I was going to say, man. <laughs> uh, that the FDA or the FCC or whatever can't stop. What would stop Microsoft from buying Sony? Yeah, I don't think that deal would go ahead, unless Sony were about to go bankrupt. Which might happen. The way see, Microsoft I are. I don't see that happening in my lifetime. Hey, <laughs> I I think Microsoft's winning. Us, I I think they are, but we're not seeing it yet. Okay, I don't yeah. think we'll see it for a few years. Uh, I saw a meme the other day. Uh, it was, oh, it was Harry Osborne, and basically it was PlayStation's response to Microsoft buying Activision, and it said, "Now all I have is Spider Man." <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's not that. technically true there's a ton of other great studios under the playstation banner but it was mm-hmm. funny and that's all i care about mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> i'm really looking forward to see what playstation like throw out in february and see what it's about because like it's it has to have at least a fraction of the value of game pass it even has a fraction of the value it could be worth it um I'm so intrigued to see what they come up with. Yes, for the first time in a long time, I think I'm genuinely, genuinely excited about the games industry as a whole because yeah. I'm like, what is PlayStation going to do in response? We both know Nintendo is sleeping. They don't give a shit. Yeah, okay. But PlayStation care, Sony care. I want to know what their response is. So I'm excited. Yeah, yeah. you know that Squidward meme where he's in bed and then like his eyes are closed and then they open. In my head, the meme now is Squidward, eyes closed. Microsoft by um, Activision, Squidward, still eyes closed. That's Nintendo. Yeah. Sony have their eyes wide open. (laughs) 
Yeah. <laughs> if you enjoyed this podcast, please give us a follow on whatever platform you prefer, whether it's Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Give us a rating because that really helps us out. And if you don't have our podcast where you like to listen to them, hit us up on Twitter and or Instagram, streamcast underscore. You can also follow us on TikTok, streamcast underscore. And follow us on Twitch, streamcast TV. You could like this video on YouTube, youtube.com forward slash streamcast. Subscribe to us, tap the bell and set it to all so you get every video as soon as it goes live. And you could join our Patreon where you get exclusive stuff like exclusive podcasts marvel versus dc debate is going to be up shortly so we'll put a link in the description so you can find out how you can join and well our other links will be in the description as well but take care of yourselves and your loved ones stay safe and we'll catch you on the next streamcast